On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, we're going to go over a few little things that you're probably not doing that are absolutely hurting your business. You need to know about them. And at the end, in the Massive Q&A, we're going to talk about the difference between using your personal Facebook profile and your business page. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to Massive Agent Podcast, episode number 18. I am your host, Dustin Brome. I am a real estate agent with EXP Realty in Salt Lake City, Utah. Super excited. I just switched brokerages for the first time in my real estate career. So that's been a journey for sure, but I'm super glad I did it. I am the founder of Search Salt Lake and Salt Lake Insider and the brand new Massive Agent Society. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know about the Massive Agent Society. Uh, That's been going very well, but getting some great feedback about that, and it's growing quite nicely. You can check that out over at MassiveAgentSociety.com. Now, if you're new to the show, and, and you guys that have been around for a while, I love you. God bless you. You know this is a free show. I do all of this for free, but I only ask for one thing. I ask that you help to spread the word. Help me share the Massive Agent podcast leave a review, leave a rating on iTunes. You have no idea how much those iTunes reviews and, and ratings help with exposure and grow our audience. So if you would do that, being that we don't ask for money, I do all this shit for free. Just help us share the podcast. And at the end of the show today, we're going to get into the massive Q&A and I have a great question. It comes from Alex in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. He says, hey, I have a personal Facebook page and a business page. How do you use the two and should I be using the, the two and when should I use one over the other? Alex, amazing question. You know, we get into some really advanced um, or sh- shiny, you know, the, the new shiny object, the the fancy new marketing tactics and techniques on the show. And sometimes we forget about basics like should you use your Facebook personal profile or your business page? We'll get into that at the end of the show. I think that's a great question. So thank you for that. And then next week, episode number 19, we're going to be doing an episode all about the pros and the cons of switching brokerages. So I am right in the middle of a transition. Uh, Well, I have transitioned about a week in and I switched for the first time in my real estate career. And I'm now with eXp Realty, which is an international brokerage that I'm extremely excited about. Um, I was formerly with a smaller brokerage, uh, a regional brokerage. I think they're in like 20 or 30 states. And they're they're one of the biggest in Utah, but outside Utah, there's not, they don't have much of a presence. And I'm already seeing some huge differences between them, something I never even would have known about um, had I not switched. I want you guys to understand that the grass is not always greener on the other side. There's lots of things you need to consider. And so now that I have some perspective on what it's like to switch And I've reached out to some of you guys, or rather, you've reached out to me and given me some of your feedback and the things you wish that you had known prior to switching. And we're going to go over that because uh, even though it wasn't a common thing for me to even consider switching, a lot of you guys do and have or will at some point. So it's good to know these things, to know what to look for uh, in in a new brokerage or if you should even move at all. Uh, Because sometimes you think you have a crappy situation and then you see what else is out there and you're like, oh. Maybe I do have it pretty good. So we'll talk about all that on the next episode, episode 19, coming next Thursday. Okay, so today I wanted to talk to you guys about some of the basic things, the very simple things that 
many realtors just are not doing. Okay, there's there's some really simple things here. First off, don't be a secret agent. Guys, okay, so I run, I, I'm one of the co-founders of the Snappack Live real estate group on Facebook. There's like 3,100 of us. And so I'm constantly getting requests for people to join. And one thing that we require is that you're actually in real estate in one one way, shape, or form. You're a realtor, a title person, a loan officer. And to do that, we look at your profile. You have no idea how many agents request to join, and we don't have a clue if they're actually in real estate. I'm, I'm sure a lot of them are, but if someone were to Google you or to look at your Facebook profile or your Instagram profile or any profile, and if they can't instantly tell that you're a real estate agent... That is a major problem. I want you guys to pause this damn show right freaking now and go double check all your profiles, okay? Now make sure you come back and listen because it gets really good here at the end, but this is that important. Go make sure that on every social profile you have, it's obvious you're a real estate agent and how somebody can contact you. Don't be a secret agent. And if your concern is, oh, I don't want everyone to think I'm selling to them. It's like, you're just putting what you do for a living. How's that, you know? There's nothing wrong with that. So please, if you're an agent or a lender or a title person, or even if you're a freaking contractor, let people know what you do. If you want to get more business, if you're in the, if you're interested in selling more products or services, you should probably let people know those products or services exist. It's kind of important. So basic, but so many of you guys are secret agents on social media. So go check that right now and fix it. And then also make sure the make sure the information's updated. Okay. Because I just switched to eXp Realty. Now I have to go back to my email signatures, my website, all my social profiles, my email signature on my laptop and on my phone and everywhere else and change the brokerage on there. You know, that's important. Uh, if you've changed URLs for your website, that's important. If you change phone numbers, if you've changed offices, you have to stay updated because consistency across all the platforms is very, very important too. If you Go on a listing appointment. All right. And you have to think about this. People are researching you. Okay. People, if people are going to hire you to buy or sell a home, which is one of the biggest decisions, biggest transactions of their life, they should be looking into you and making sure that the the professional that they're about to hire is actually a professional, right? That shouldn't surprise any of us. You would do the same damn thing. And if not, you're kind of irresponsible. So they're going to Google you. They're going to look you up on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere else, right? So if one says, hey, I'm with this brokerage, the other profile says I'm with this one, the other one says that you sell doTERRA oils, they're going to be confused. And 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 that's a great segue into the next thing. Like, okay, having a side hustle is awesome. I have more than one. Guys, having side hustles is totally fine. All right. And it's actually pretty smart unless you're just absolutely crushing it. Your business couldn't be better and it, there's no end in sight and it just keeps getting better and better, then sure, maybe you don't need one. But having one, especially if you're interested in it and want to do it and enjoy it, do it. But guys, I, and I know a lot of realtors get in, into network marketing, you know, MLMs and everything, and I have zero problem with that whatsoever. I think network marketing is a great business model as long as it's the right product or service, something that's actually valuable. And let's be honest, there's a lot of horseshit out there that is not. But if you're going to be a network marketer as well and sell skin cream or, you know, shakes, juice, travel, whatever, you have to not confuse somebody who might be who you just met with for a listing appointment and they Google you and they look, they're like, are they even a real estate agent? Because all I see is they sell juice for this one company or they sell the rap thing. You know what I mean? So 
you have to be so careful. And I understand if you're going to do a side hustle, you have to promote that too, but you've got to make sure that you have to put yourself in the shoes of the consumer. If they're, if they're plugging your name into Facebook, if they're plugging your name into Instagram or Google, what do they see and what do they expect to see? Make sure you're consistent. If you have a side hustle, if you're a network marketer, if you're selling some other product or, you know, you have some other passion, some hobby, have a business page for that. Okay. Like separate them. And then on your personal profile, you could say, Hey, I am this, I'm a real estate agent with this company and I'm the founder of this company. But then it's obvious that you do both. It's not like, Oh, this person, I don't think they're in real estate. They're, they're like making these weird things and selling them on Etsy. Like, is this even the same person? You guys know what I'm saying. You have to be conscious of that. Have some consistency and make sure people know that you are a real estate agent and make sure you look like a professional one. And another very simple thing that you really need to be conscious of is because these people are watching, okay, your your network, your family, your friends, people who p- could potentially hire you to do business, if you don't turn them off, they're watching. Whether they comment and like all your stuff or not, they're watching and paying attention and they notice things. How do I know that? Because I notice things. You notice things, right? If you notice things about certain people, other people notice certain things about you. So you have to be careful what you post. This last election season was absolutely ridiculous. And and it's still ridiculous. It's amazing how many people will just vomit their political horseshit all over Facebook, all over Twitter, everywhere else. And then they wonder why they don't have any business. I want you to hear me clearly. You have the right to say whatever you want. You have the right to put out your opinions however you'd like. You have the right. But having the right to do something does not make it a good decision. Okay. I have the right to go up to a 300 pound um, ultimate fighter and tell him to screw off to his face. I can say that, but there's consequences, right? It doesn't mean that that's a good decision so if you are constantly posting, hey, this politician's terrible, or this one's terrible, this party's bad, you know, everyone's evil, who doesn't agree with me, that kind of thing. If you're doing that, you're turning half of the country off. And when you do that, you're turning half of your potential customer base off. Please, I'm telling you, if you're interested in success, uh, stop, stop posting political nonsense on social media. Okay? Okay. I know, I know most, you know, a lot of you guys that do are like, well, you know, I don't want to work with somebody that is on the other side. You know, I don't, I don't want to work with somebody who voted for this person. Seriously, grow the hell up. Honestly, like, that's fine. I'll work with them then because I don't talk about politics with my people. And if I do, it's like we can talk like adults, even if we disagree. You know what I mean? So if you only want to work with a certain type of person, like, that's cool. I think that's pretty small minded and immature. And uh, that's just me. Not to mention that's a really stupid business move to say, oh, I'll only accept money from these people. I'll only accept business from these people. Like, how arrogant is that? Honestly, if you feel that way, that's arrogance. You may not realize it, but it is. And lastly, and this this kind of goes hand in hand with the political thing and all the other stuff. You just have to make sure that whatever uh, overall impression you're giving people when they look at you on social media, make sure that it's, it's what you want. Make, if you want to be the the stand-up, buttoned-up professional, make sure that everything displays that, okay? Make sure, um, and I'm not saying you can't have a sense of humor and you can't show your family and, and your goofy side or whatever, but, you know, be conscious. Just be conscious of how you come across to other people on social. And if you have trouble putting yourself in somebody else's shoes, if it's hard to get out of your own point of view, 
I get it. I mean, not everybody can do that. Ask other people, ask your friends, um, or ask other people you work with say, Hey, if you were Joe Schmo and you, you were Googling my name, um, researching me to see if you should hire me, what's the first impression you would have of me and ask those people and give them permission to be honest. These are such basic things, but I'm telling you, you could have the best marketing system, the best Facebook ads funnel, the best blog, the best everything. But if you're screwing up some of these most basic things, people are not ever picking up the phone to call you. They're being turned off for one one reason or another. You're losing business and you don't know it. So guys, I, I'm telling you, if, if you're not where you want to be, if you need more business, if you're not happy with the amount of business you have, you have to look at some of these things because chances are one or more of them are the cause or at least contributing to the fact that you don't, that your business isn't where you want it to be. And I'm kind of talking to myself here too, because I always have to be conscious of stuff I put out too. As you can tell, as you know, I'm a little rough around the edges. So I have to be a little careful about the stuff I share and, and you know, but we all need to be, be more conscious of this uh, because it's only going to help your business. And if you're listening to the Massive Agent Podcast, I know that you're interested in doing better, in selling more homes and getting more leads. So don't just dismiss this stuff because maybe you disagree with it or maybe you're like, well, I, I hate that people who voted for so-and-so, so, you know, Dustin's not going to change my mind. Again, grow the hell up. Seriously, be a, be a freaking professional for once. Okay. Massive Q&A. Massive Q&A. Aren't you guys glad that I did away with that stupid massive Q&A soundbite? I am because it drove me nuts because I edit my own podcast. And so whenever I edit, sometimes I have to replay things over and over, like as I'm adjusting different things and that thing would just replay and replay in my headphones and it drove me out of my mind. So I got rid of it. So I'm happy. Anyways, Alex Bordis or boards or bordes, Alex in Fort Lauderdale asks a fantastic question about using the personal profile. And Alex, it's a personal Facebook profile and a business page. Okay. Personal profile, business page. And that, that way there's no confusion between business page and personal page, right? He says, how do you use the two? How should you use the two? And you know, under what circumstances would you use one over the other? Alex asks if I believe he should be attracting more subscribers to the business page instead. All right. So buckle up for this one. Now there's a lot of gray area here. I want you guys to understand that it, if there was like a step-by-step, like in this situation, do this in this situation, do that, that kind of thing. If it was that easy, you wouldn't be asking. It'd be that easy. So understand not all of this is so, so freaking cut and dry, but ultimately you need to be using both, be using your personal profile and your business page. Okay, but understand the strengths and weaknesses of both. For example, your business page is meant for business advertising, you know, asking for business, promoting your business, stuff like that. That's what those are for. Technically, according to Facebook's terms of service, you're not supposed to use your personal profile for business. Now, I mean, define what the hell that even means to begin with, but that's just what their terms of service say. I, you know, you can use your personal profile for business objectives in a tasteful, effective way. And it's not crazy, right? Uh, but just know that's kind of my disclaimer for you, for you asterisk holes out there. They're like, well, actually the terms of service say you can't. So with the business page, the biggest thing is with the business page, you need them to run Facebook ads. You cannot run a Facebook ad on a personal profile. So if you have any desire 
to ever run a Facebook ad, promote a piece of content, you know, sponsor a post, boost a post, whatever you want to call it. If you have any desire to do that, and you should, you need a business page, okay? Um, Your profile is more, look at it like this. Your personal profile is for being social, staying in touch with friends, with family, with colleagues. Um, You know, it's not so professional. Uh, Even on your business page, I don't think you should be posting more than 10 to 20% real estate related content. Uh, But your business page is more like, you know, sharing blog posts, videos, that's like marketing stuff, right? Your personal profile, you can do some of that. You could you could do a Facebook Live on your personal profile. It's like, hey, I'm over at this restaurant. Check out this new restaurant that just came to town. It's amazing. Check out this new drink they have, you know, whatever. Uh, or you're going hiking with the kids and you do a Facebook Live or post some pictures of that. Like that's what the personal profile is for, is letting people get to know you. Now, you should be also using that in your, your business page for sure, but letting people get to know you uh, in a much more informal way is what the profile's for. And they each are very, very powerful, right? So you can you can put out all your business content and your marketing content and the message that you want out there on your page and then run ads on it and boost it and everything. But on your profile, that's just letting people get to know you and your personality, which is absolutely crucial to getting business. So use your profile to, you know, comment on other people's stuff, to ask questions, to you know, post funny stuff and engaging stuff. And then on your profile, like if you, if you write an article, uh, for example, I did one for my Salt Lake Insider website and it was like the, the 20 or 25 things you never knew about Salt Lake City. And I posted that on my business page. Okay. You can share that post on your personal profile. You know, you see people on your personal profile sharing articles and photos and videos all the time. You can do that on yours and that's fine. Just don't overdo it. Right. Everything in moderation is fine, except for posting nonsense political stuff on Facebook. Don't even do that in moderation. That's just stupid, unless you're into that kind of thing. Now, I would say as far as like growing an audience, I think you should be growing your audience on each because they each have their own purpose and their own strengths and weaknesses, right? So you can do different things with your your business page and your personal profile. So yeah, you should be trying to get more more friends and get more followers on your page. Absolutely. Be doing both. And honestly, Alex, I think it just depends on the exact situation you're talking about, whether I would suggest you you put a certain piece of content or promote a certain thing on one or the other. It, it just depends. So you have to feel it out, figure out like, who's my audience? You know, because on your page, usually that's more people that don't know you, people that are local or, or you know, worldwide who don't know you, who aren't friends. So it depends on your audience. If your audience, if you want people to see the certain content that that are close to you and that are friends and that you do know, then use your personal profile versus your page, right? So that's how they both work. Um, I can't be much more specific than that because it really just depends. And it's something you have to just practice and figure out and do what, what feels the best. Just go with your gut based on what you know about each one, profile versus page and then do whatever your gut tells you to do. And honestly, there's for most of this, there's no right answer. Or, or let me say there's no wrong answer. I mean, sometimes I'm even like, hmm, should I do a Facebook Live on my personal or should I do it on my business page? And you just pick one and roll with it. Alex, I hope that helps. If there's any specific situation that you're like, hey, in this situation, if I want to accomplish X, Y, or Z, what should I do? Reach out, ask that, and I'd be we can get into more specifics on that. 
but hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully you, hopefully that clears some things up on how they, they work and the value of each one. So guys, if you have a question that you want me to answer on massive Q and a go to our Facebook page, massive agent podcast on Facebook and submit it through our chat bot. You just click message the page. The chat bot takes over. It says, Hey, do you want to do a, B or C and C is submit a question for the massive Q and a submit it there. And I'll pick one and I'll answer it on next week's show. All right. One last reminder before we wrap up the Massive Agent Society, there's still some big major markets in the U.S. that are still available. Uh, If you're new and haven't heard about this before, we only allow one agent per market in the Massive Agent Society. Okay, It's very exclusive and there's reasons for that. You can get more info on the website, massiveagentsociety.com. But because we only allow one agent per market, once it's gone, it's gone. Some There's still some pretty big markets in the country that are there. So if you want to check that out, there's a, a custom Google map that shows you outlined in red which ones are sold out. If it's not in red, it's available. Thanks so much for listening. Episode number 18 is in the books. Guys, I appreciate you very, very much. And I'm looking forward to next week's episode number 19, all about the pros and cons of switching brokerages. I had a bunch of messages from people asking like, hey, why did you choose EXP? Why are you going over there? Uh, I'll get into some of that on next week's show. But more importantly, educational, the pros and cons of switching in general. Uh, It's not really meant to be a brokerage specific show, but some of you guys have asked and I think it'd be valuable for you to hear my reasons for choosing the brokerage I chose. So that's next week. In the meantime, go out there, get some leads, sell some homes, have an amazing freaking day. Take care.